we encounter two very downcast disciples. They've been through it all. They're, they're part of, they're not the 12, but there's a whole bunch of other people in these stories that we don't hear about too often. And they were in the room with Mary of Magdala. She found the empty tomb, and she, came, she saw Jesus and came back and told them. They were there in that locked room, didn't believe her. If they believed her, they wouldn't have left town. Who would believe a story like that? Well, Jesus had told them. This story is the story of us all, walking along the road. It's actually a description of, the, of Mass, of, the, of an early first century Christian worship service that we call Mass. It's got every element there. And the story of our lives. They're walking and talking in a very slow pace. You know, there's three places that are called Emmaus, if you go to Jerusalem today, and we don't know which one it is, but they all sell souvenirs. So, so we'll, see if, we'll see which one the deacon comes home with. Remember that. A couple of you are going there. Don't let them fool you by saying this is the real Emmaus. You know what? The Lord doesn't allow us to know which one was Emmaus because Emmaus is everywhere. We're all on the journey to Emmaus. That's why we don't know where it is, I think. So they're walking in here. Remember what Jesus said, where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. And so as they're walking along, talking about Jesus, the whole city is in an uproar over this. Here's Jesus in their midst. They don't recognize him. Neither do we. He's coming in disguise. Nobody, nobody recognizes him at first. Think about that. They were with him for years. Sometimes the voice gives it away. They don't recognize him. Will I recognize my own mother when I see her again? You wonder. We're just seeds. We don't even know what we're going to look like in heaven. Uh, Yet, it is Jesus. It's Jesus, but they don't recognize him. And they're talking and talking, and he catches up with them and walks along with them, and and, uh, he says very innocently, what are you talking about along the way? Now, this is a a vision of prayer. We come to prayer. Jesus is with us. He says, how was your day? He wants to hear from you. He doesn't need to know that. He knows what happened to you today. Why does he ask that question? He wants to talk. He wants them to tell him. It's like a parent and a child. He, he, He loves to hear from us. How'd your day? What are you talking about? And they stopped and looked at him, thinking, boy, is this guy clueless. And he said, this is, I think this is one of my favorite lines in all of scripture. You know, I love this gospel. They say, are you the only person in Jerusalem that doesn't know what's been happening around here? Well, of course, he's the only one that does know what's going on. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) They must have felt so stupid when they realized, we're not our hearts burning within us. It's like, oh, embarrassing. Talk about embarrassing. And then Jesus says, I take my glasses off. I always have this picture of Jesus. I'm sure he didn't do this, but they say, don't you know about these things? And he goes, what sort of things? (laughs) Don't tell me God doesn't have a sense of humor. You know, he's playing him a little bit. 
He knows they don't recognize him. Yet their hearts are burning already. And he goes on and describes the entire scriptures that refer to him. Wouldn't you give anything to be with him at that moment? Now this is, we gather to ma- going to Mass, we walk in. Jesus is in our midst, both in the Eucharist, the Word, and he promised to be with us whenever we're, we're together in prayer, uh, in Mass or without. And he comes and we hear him talk about the scriptures and then hopefully something valuable in the homily. This is what Jesus is doing right now. You've got the reading of the scriptures and then he interprets them. It's mass. And it's in, this is intentional on Luke's part as he's writing this. The breaking of bread was what they called mass in the first century. So uh, it's very clear that Luke, Luke is putting it in this way. He spends a lot of time telling them who he is. In the same way, on the last day of our lives and during life, God will periodically walk with us and explain what we need to know. One day he'll explain everything and he's going to say, say, Lord, I had this issue for 40 years. Where the heck were you? Or or, uh, what was the deal with North Korea? God knows what we're all worrying about. Every, every, Every year is something new. Most of it doesn't happen, what we worry about. But say, what was the deal with this, Lord? And he can say, how foolish you were. Don't you realize I was right here the whole time? Don't you realize it's my world? Don't you realize I'm right right around the corner? That I saw everything? That nothing happened to you that I didn't work to good? We're going to say, he's going to say, how foolish you were. I was here all the time. You didn't recognize me. So it's a story of us all. They get to the house and they invite him in. Notice the hospitality. Now there's the offertory. They're going to give to somebody in need. They're going to be hospitable and invite this stranger in. They want to keep talking with him. It's almost dark. We'll give you a room for the night. That's, that's our gift to God, see. And they're going to sit down at the table. They get out their bread. Jesus we, says, would you like to say the prayer? And he sits there. They still don't know who he is. Golly. And he takes the bread. Now, notice what it says here. It's not, oh, I put it away. <laughs> Need some coffee. <laughs> it was a long night last night. Notice what he says when he prayers. I want you to notice this. Luke, this is the way Luke puts it. It happened that while he was at table with them, he took the bread, set the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. Does that sound familiar to you? It should. place where we get the most part of the consecration of the Mass is right there and in in St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians when he's describing to them how they are to worship. And then we have the three Last Supper accounts and they're all melded into one. This is what we do. And as soon as he breaks the bread and gives it to them, their eyes are open and they know who it is. And he vanishes immediately. And since I've told this story before, some of you should know where did he go? Into the bread, exactly. And hidden in the world. See, he's hidden amongst others, strangers, people in need, our families, our situations, especially the Eucharist and the Word of God. He's, every time the lector or I, or no matter how poorly it's read by somebody uh, who doesn't speak English well or whatever, it's always Jesus speaking. That's We come here to hear the word of God. This is the only book that matters. All the books, other books on the shelf are going to pass away. This is the word of life. 
and the bread of life. So immediately they go running back to Jerusalem. Now they're evangelists. They can't wait to share the good news. That's the sending out into the world. It's a wonderful story, and it's, I think it's so uplifting on Easter Sunday. We've all got cares and concerns. How many times, there's probably not a person in this room of any age that hasn't walked along dejectedly at times. Uh, and I remember when I was in high school, I, we had family problems for a, quite a long time, and somebody died unexpectedly, and I was very downcast in high school. I remember Jesus would kind of come along and walk with me, and that was when I decided to become a priest because I felt close to the Lord then, and it was still, I still feel that way, and I think a lot of you have experienced this. Jesus does want to be with us in those sorrows. He wants to explain that he was with you during these trials, and it was him that gave you the joy of being with somebody at Easter, for example. It's always him, and on Easter, we come to remember who we are that we have a purpose in the world. We know, who, we know who we're following. We know where he's leading us. And we want to follow him more and more closely. He will explain our lives to us fully one day. But even now, if we are careful, we can notice him in a stranger, in the word of God, and in the breaking of the bread.